Bauermeister, the best-selling author of The Scent Keeper, told me a story once about when she published her debut novel, The School of Essential Ingredients, back in about 2009. School of Essential Ingredients is a literary novel, was released by a major New York publisher. And so, as is the case with these things, it received reviews in all the major metropolitan papers, or many of the metropolitan papers. And because it was literary, the reviewers uh, would address the quality of the writing. This is something reviewers do. And by quality of the writing, they mean specifically the sentences the author chooses to use. And as is often the case, they will pull examples from the book to prove their points, whether it was well-written or maybe not so well-written. And in the School of Essential Ingredients, one paper, the Chicago Tribune said something to the effect of, well, the School of Essential Ingredients was a promising debut made all the better by Ms. Bauermeister's muscular command over the English language. For instance, uh, this gem from the middle of the book, quote, the people jostled on the train like potatoes boiling in a pot. Then Washington Post said, the School of Essential Ingredients showed promise. Unfortunately, Ms. Bauermeister lacked the linguistic oomph to really pull it off. For instance, this clunker from the middle of the book, the people jostled on the train like potatoes boiling in a pot. Hilarious, right? Profound, I think, because what you need to remember about book reviewers is most of them, some of them are professional reviewers, which is means they write professionally, obviously, but a lot of them are just novelists who do this also as part of their work. And that means that they are people who write sentences and stories, but sentences for a living. They are people who every day ask themselves, is this a good sentence or is this a not so good sentence? And these two reviewers, professional writers, people whose job it is to determine if something's any good or not, didn't just disagree on whether that sentence, the people jostled on the train like potatoes boiling in a pot, didn't just disagree as to whether it's good or not. No, they said that is an example of writing that is good or writing that is not good. Who's correct? Both are, which is why I have given up believing there is such a thing as good writing. Now, hear me out. I know you have an idea of what you think is good writing, and I have an idea what I think is good writing, just like those two reviewers had an idea of what they think is good writing. But there is not agreement. And when people talk about, quote, good writing, it is usually, well, it's often in MFA programs and in, in a in a school or, or a classroom setting of some kind. But usually they are referring to a belief that there is some universal concept of what is good or what is not good. And there is no such concept. There is no universal agreement, which is why I would implore you, <laughs> advise you to do as I've done, which is to say, there is no such thing. There is only stuff that serves me and stuff that does not. Stuff that serves me and my story and stuff that does not. And if a sentence or a kind of sentence or story doesn't serve your work, doesn't serve your story, doesn't serve your aesthetic, 
then it doesn't belong in your story. But there, but if you sit down and write and try to write well to make sure your writing is good writing, what you're really doing, just like I talked about in my previous episodes, what you're really doing is trying to please someone else. You're really asking yourself, what would someone else think of it? Is this any good? Give up the notion. Don't give up the notion of trying to write something that you think is good, but give up the notion that there is this one concept of good writing that we are all trying to meet. There isn't. It doesn't exist. It just doesn't. So thanks for listening. I do these every week. And so if you don't want to miss a little dose of inspiration and advice, go ahead and subscribe. And don't be afraid to reach out to me at williamkenauer.com. I'd love to hear from you. So until next week, this is Bill Knauer. Stay fearless. Mm -hmm.